Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Christy. Hey, Will. What's up? Nothing much. How are you? I'm moving, so I have a very different setup today, um, but I'm so happy. Um, you know, we had a blessed move, and the house is great, and my kids are good, and so all is well. You know, I got this microphone, and you, and our amazing guest today. Yeah, which is great. What you don't have is the uh, giant green screen behind you. And I also don't have can... any makeup on, so I don't know, but you're judge. a vision. You're always a vision. <laughs> makeup or no makeup, you're a vision, and we know it. Thanks, guys. That's very sweet. But no, we're really happy because um, we've got not only a, a, a an incredible voiceover actor today, but a young voiceover actor. So I'm I'm intrigued to talk to him about kind of what the nature of the business is now as compared to kind of when we started. Um, that sounds awesome. I, I hate love to say that. this, but what the kids are watching nowadays, I really, you know, I can't it's wait. It's really cool, though, to see, especially because you are one of the voices of Batman, and he is playing Robin. And in fact, he's the first African-American Robin, right? Represented. Yeah, the first iteration of a black Robin, which is really, really cool. And he is, I mean, he's just already had such a great career. So AJ Hudson is on today on I Hear Voices, and we'll get to chat with him. This is going to be fun. Oh, Hello. Hey. AJ! Welcome to the show. Okay, wait. Thank I'm you. I'm starting right away with he's wearing the ultimate t-shirt. Dungeons and Dragons. Ever. Wait, been, how did he know that you were a fan? I, I, I don't know. I've been playing <laughs> D&D for years, and so nice. we are automatically besties, AJ. Yay. Do you so play? I love to hear. I don't. We just, honestly, we were going shopping for uh, my little New York Comic Con trip and we saw this shirt and i was like huh, 
Or actually, my dad was like, oh, I like this shirt. Like, so. <laughs> That's an old school one, it. too. I can tell. That yeah. is the original yeah, yeah, Dungeons yeah. & Dragons one there. Oh, I love that. Oh, yeah. Well, welcome to the show. Welcome Thank to you. I Hear Voices, AJ. We're excited to have you. Thank you. Excited to be here. Yeah. I also really like his blue background. He's got a great... <laughs> Vibrant blue background. Using raw self tapes. You will, uh, yeah, you will find as we are going along in this podcast that Christy and I really have no idea what we're doing. So we're going to talk about your shirt. (laughs) We're going to talk about the stuff in the background. It's like, what kind of chair are you sitting on, AJ? Yeah, we've we're we're, we're pulling at straws. Wait, but what kind of chair are you sitting on? (laughs) Oh, don't start. Uh, Let me look for a label. Looks like a Deadpool. You're good. Like. Yeah. So uh, we, we're, we're talking about, first of all, all things voiceover, obviously, and we were looking at certain things about your career because the first thing that pops up is your age. You're young. You're yeah. 16? Yes, sir. 16. And 16, and to have the career you have, especially in the voiceover world, is, is pretty remarkable. So how did you get started doing animation? Uh, as far as how did I get started? Well, you know, I started acting like on screen when I was six. My dad just threw me into that because he thought it would be nice. But um, I don't even remember my first voiceover. I just remember it happening, and then everything built up upon that over the years. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, what I thought was super cool, and when we look, and, and I can relate to, I also started acting on screen when I was six years old. Um, well, actually, I started in theater. Um, and, um, I think, I think when you start young, um, it, it makes you very like, uh, a malleable, like to do many different things. Right. So even though, you know, you're using your voice to understand how to be a character and to be different characters, uh, at a young age that translates pretty quickly over to voice, uh, to voiceover work. Right. Yes, definitely. See, that's interesting that you would say that because I've worked with a number of on-camera actors, and maybe it's because they didn't start young. Yes, it's because they're adults. weren't able to really transition as well into the voiceover world as you would expect that them to That makes sense. Be. And, and so it's you, you're working with somebody that you've admired for years and years and years as an on-camera actor. And AJ, mm-hmm. we're going to get into the list of people that you have worked with because it's to say it's okay. impressive – um, when you get into Kathy Bates, Samuel L. Jackson, Ted Danson, I mean, we're just throwing out Danny names DeVito. there. Yeah, yeah it's everybody. incredible. <laughs> um, but I think you're right because you get set in your ways when it comes to your craft. And if you are strictly an on-camera actor and then you're thrown into voiceover, um, it is a different thing. Do you, so do you even remember what your first voiceover gig was? I think it was um, – I did a Barbie Barbie, yes, uh, yes, you TV were Jace. Show. Was you were you Jace? Yeah. Okay, and you were and you like recurred in all of these Barbie um yeah. Dreamhouse. So you were that was like a big like that was almost like your not a big break, but like that was a big deal. Yeah. And it was that was I must say that was really fun. Like not even just the the recording process, but even just going to the studio. They always had my favorite snacks in there. They had yeah. red vines, some M and M's over to the side. I was like, yeah, I could get used to this. Really you know what? Yeah. I gotta be real. I you just unlocked like an entirely amazing childhood adolescent uh, memory of mine. This is something that they do in the voiceover world. The voiceover. Yeah. Um, well, like, it's on camera too. Yeah, if there's kids around. There's candy. Yeah, but no, no, no. Do you don't remember this at LA Studios where we used to film Kim Possible? They would ask you like, oh, hey, what do you like? Oh, you want more of this? Okay, we'll make sure. And I always wanted string cheese for some random reason. And they always made sure they had string. But they do like the snack game in these yeah. places is on point. 
It is. It, it's Salami. also Salami Studios definitely hooked me up. Salami's Which studio? got some Salami? great stuff. Salami's got yeah. some great stuff. You would think so. Um, exactly. I just find it interesting, Christy, that the thing you asked for is dairy as you're about to record. <laughs> it shows you how pro like I the was. the worst thing you could ask for when you <laughs> Close were... up those vocal cords. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, exactly. It lubricated them, okay? It's perfect. I, I want cheese sticks and a pack of smokes. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much, um, yeah. <laughs> so, when, when now, when you were growing up, were you a fan of animation before you started acting in it? Did you have certain animated series that you watched religiously? Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm sure, like, as many young kids, you know, cartoons is just something that we we watch. So, uh, favorite... Oh, I don't even know why I'm thinking. Phineas and Ferb. That oh, was there you just, go. There See? You go. Me, and, me and my mom Phineas just and Ferb. in love with that show for forever now. So, yeah. Okay, what yeah, else? I gotta ask. Because now, because you're getting into the... You're into the Bat world now. I'm you're, just you're saying. You're in the DC world. So, were you, were do you a know fan of superheroes is, right? Up? <laughs> AJ, I know who who is. Do you know who Will is? This co-host. I of start mine. my first my first gig was Batman, so uh, yeah, he is Batman. So that was really cool. <laughs> but what were did you have a favorite DC superhero growing up? Mm. <laughs> or now See, about even. that about that? Oh. Okay, you know, I was um I kind of am a Spider Man fan, but okay, but you know I am too. I as far lie. as DC, I do like um. I like the Flash. I don't okay. know why. He just, I like all his suits and his just the speed. Something about him is just really nice. And then, of course, Robin, as I've done more research, I love Robin. And I watch um, Teen Titans Go a lot. So oh, yeah. Will, you're I on do. that, aren't I you? Like, I like I'm, I'm, it's uh, funny. I'm both, I'm, so I'm Flash. I'm Kid Flash on Teen Titans Go, but I also write a lot of the episodes. Well, not I, a lot, but I've written, written some of the episodes for Teen Oh, yeah. Oh, you just ripped my leg. Yeah, that was, that's all. Yep. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Uh, but I, I wrote, so I wrote the pilot of that show and then I wrote a couple nice. of the other, the Dungeons and Dragons episode where they're riding the dragon, well, naturally, um, then. all that kind of stuff. <laughs> it all comes full circle it and, does. and ends up with AJ. It, it does. <laughs> As so, the new generation of voice actor. By the way, uh, you, you can, you don't have to hang your head low when you're talking about not liking DC. I get that. Oh, yeah. There's people that have yeah. the different camps and Marvel is perfectly ac- acceptable, especially Spider-Man. Okay. Yeah. Who is Especially a, a Spider Man, a great character all the way oh, around. Yeah. So great. Um, so tell me a little bit about uh, about Batwheels because it sounds incredible. Well, also in okay. the work that you've done, like you were just mentioning about Robin and doing research. Yeah. Well, let's do Batwheels okay. first. Okay. First of all, it's been a great experience. Uh, Mr. Michael and Mr. Simon, they've been amazing in the studio. It's been great to work with them. And I remember when I first got the job. And my dad and I were looking at it. We had to do some research on who Duke Thomas was, who a Black Robin was, and we, had, as it went on, we were like, "Oh, this is this is pretty nifty. I get to be the first Black Robin on screen. That is huge beyond my comprehension." So, but um, yeah, Batwheels, just a kid-friendly Batman TV show, more based around cars. So like Gotham City is more more like an amusement park, a bunch of ramps, a bunch of swoop-de-loops. A bunch of freeways and uh, yeah, just a preschool friendly, not watered down version of Batman, but definitely a less you know dark Batman because you know these are preschoolers that need to be watching this. So. Sure, no, and there's nothing wrong with that. So the the Bruce Tim, who is one of the biggest uh, creators of Batman, he created Batman the animated series, mm-hmm. Batman Beyond, Justice League, some of the biggest things ever. He always said because he's become the the authority on Batman. He always said there always needs to be a Batman for everyone. 
So yeah. there's a Batman for little kids and a Batman for adults. Sometimes the movies are very dark and the cartoons are very light. Sometimes the cartoons yeah. are very dark and the movies are very light. But there's always a Batman for everybody. And this is a perfect example of Batwheels. So it's for preschoolers. Yeah. Yes. That can get introduced to the, the world of the Dark Knight, which is pretty yeah. great. And I would um, say that the aesthetic from what I've seen, it still does have some, It's it seems very nighttime. It feels very sure. dark. Oh, and yeah. still got They're them. bright. They're like in the caves and whatnot. Yeah. And it's like their bright lights are what kind of shine yeah. from within. And it kind of almost humanizes the cars and makes them, I yeah. feel like, very accessible to like my kids are going to love the show. So. Speaking on what you said about the uh, the nighttime, I remember I remember in our interview that we did with the directors, that was what they were going for. They wanted just bright light during nighttime, making Gotham look fun and less dark than in previous you know, sure. installments of Batman. So yeah, you want to make yeah, you want too fast, nice too furious, preschool. Exactly. <laughs> or I would think it's probably more cars, right? Cars meets Batman. Yeah. I think that's probably how it will. Mix up there, yeah. Little, yeah, a little mashup. I think that's very, very cool. Um, so yeah. what when you were doing your research, what did you discover about uh, about the Robins that you were reading about? Because there are so many, and there's some that are loved yeah. and some that are hated and some that, I mean, they're Jason really? Todd. They just hated? killed off. How can you hate Robin? Are you kidding? So when, when Robin was, um, well, there's because there's different Robins. So some people yeah. like, you know, for instance, uh, 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 Jason Todd. People didn't like Jason Todd at all. Whereas people loved Dick Grayson, who went off and became Nightwing. There's, I mean, everybody's got all of these backgrounds, and everybody has a favorite Batman. So there's a famous story where they put out a a comic book series where Jason Todd was uh, essentially the Joker captures Jason Todd, and they left it up to the audience what happens, and it was like ninety percent voted to kill him. So oh, oh wow. So that's what <laughs> happened: is Jason Todd was killed. Wait, um, so then how do you be a likable um how do you become a likable Robin then? Well, I don't think I you don't I don't think you get to choose. It's it's some people <laughs> you know, how do uh, why do some some people like certain characters on television shows and some other characters are hated? It's just that's yeah. it's the same with comic books. Did you now we've talked about some of the the shows you liked growing up and we've talked about mm-hmm. some of the shows that you're doing now. Do you have a dream role? Like, if you could pick any animated character you wanted to do, is there is there one you would pick right away? Is it Spider-Man? <laughs> it actually, that would be one of them. But honestly, I'd want to voice myself, like, me animated. I feel like that would be something that would just blow Dude, my mind Dude, we've never heard that so before. Much. Okay, so and how, really? like, what's, now I'm curious, what, in what iteration? Would you be just you? Would you be a superhero? Would you, like, what would it be? You know what? Thinking about that, I I would want to be some type of superhero basketball piano playing like for everything I do now. So that's just so a, cool. a pretty over the top version of me, more All over right. the top because I so, already am over the top. We know you're a big basketball fan, but you said do you play the piano as well? You're a musician as well? Oh yeah, I actually have a piano right here next to me. Free, so yeah, so I've, I've been playing piano for eleven years now. Do you, now, do you sing as well? Are you a songwriter, or is it just more about I, just playing the piano? I can, I do sing a little bit. I do sing. I sing when I'm playing my piano, all that. I think AJ might be one of the first piano playing. I know we've had some musician voice actors, but I don't think we've spoken to somebody who 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 does that. Do you feel like y- your relationship to music kind of informs the way that you're like going about? you know, the way that you're doing your voice acting? Honestly, yes. Like, when you think of rhythm and cadence, all that goes into play when you're doing a scene, especially in voiceover, because, you know, the movement isn't really 
there, so you have to do all of it with your voice. So you have to just keep that in mind while you're recording. So yeah, I like that question. Yeah, there's <laughs> there's a inordinate number of voiceover actors that are also musicians. It's I would go so far as to say most. So right. most of the people we talk to also have some sort of musical background. It lends itself to using your voice as an instrument, whether yeah. that's singing or changing the voices that you're doing or whatever it is. It's just there is something very musical, very lyrical about being a voiceover actor. Um, yeah. And it's also I hate to say this, but it makes you man, it makes you perfect for Disney. Like for, for the for the on camera Whoa. Disney Disney actor, you know what I mean? It's like you're gonna yeah. be the musician. You're gonna be you're happy. You're fun. It's like yeah, okay, geez. Yeah. The, the amount of auditions train. I've gone on for stuff like that is just unimaginable. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> and now is uh, is acting something that you're interested in as a career? Is voice acting something you want to focus on, or are you like, hey, I'm doing this until I get my basketball scholarship? <laughs> um honest I'm gonna say I know I was gonna say it's a mix of all three but no acting and voice acting is definitely something that I'm going to be doing until I'm old so yeah uh I don't see myself stopping I have I enjoy it too much and it's too not easy but it's just it's such a it's a fun job where I get to be myself I get to be other people and I just it's just so entertaining the different things that I can do on and off screen. Are you working on any um, voices in general? Like, have you been trying to experiment with different voices or is it mostly mm. like you're familiarizing yourself with your voice as you are at 16? I mean, honestly, I'm not really like <laughs> I, I've been doing a British accent or it's like kind of a mix of a British and Australian accent. I can never differentiate the two, but that's really the only voice I do consistently. And I've been trying to work on that more because, you know, I like people like Tom Holland who just, they have such a great American accent. So I'm like, you know, I want to have a great British accent. So, you know, maybe a British film comes up and I might be able to I love you know, that. That, you know? that voice awesome. is awesome. Do you want a, a really easy technique for differentiating between English and Australian? Yes, So I the do. easiest thing you can do is to get into Australian is you talk about saying, they always say good day, you know, good eye. So you yeah. say it's a good eye. Like, I've got good a good eye. eye. Good eye. So if good you eye, say Mike. good eye, then all of a sudden you're Australian. Good eye. Okay. All right, then. <laughs> it throws you know. right. And 13, that's all the right, other then. one. They talk about numbers, so 13 instead 13. of 13. You know, no, 13. With, 13. Brit with British, 13. it's 13. But with 13. Australian, it's 13. So you just you run through it. It seems like British, British is more sophisticated. Like, I've got a cup of tea here. Exactly. Well, it also depends on the British accent you're trying to do because you could go very oh cockney, you know, so like bad. everything like this. And it doesn't matter <laughs> what you're saying because it all comes out, you know. And then they're yeah. saying, but, you know, dropping your H's or whatever. And then mm. there's whatever. other ones where, you know, very, very proper. <laughs> it's very proper British. So, And I'm, well, I'm terrible at, at, at accents. So, I mean, that's a whole nother thing where but you But accents sit with are learnable, see, versus like, yeah. I feel like there's a lot of um, resources for folks out there, even people listening to the podcast. You can go even on YouTube and you can learn dialects. Sure. Um, I'm a, I think that's great, AJ, that you're challenging yourself to, to learn new dialects. That's totally, I feel like, achievable and really inspirational. Now I want to go learn. Yeah. I also now, heard that <laughs> if you say beer can, that it's bacon. It, beer can. <laughs> beer can. In Sounds what, like. In what accent I don't know. is that? What is that even? Beer, beer can. Beer can. <laughs> what is that? But what is that? Are you trying to say beer? I, I don't understand. It's what's Jamaican, but then it's also a different one. But I don't know. Beer can. Beer can. <laughs> what 
what the other I forgot what the other accent was. I don't but that was know. like a it's hack. Like, I, and honestly, I don't know if it was Australian. <laughs> honestly, don't Mm-mm. even know how to answer that. Uh, we're just gonna plow through. Um, anyway. AJ, I do have an interesting question for you because I yes. both Christy and I grew up as child actors as well. And mm-hmm. the business is changing so much from what we knew to what you're We're old, AJ. We're old people. people. Um, My question is, how is it still balancing your career and school? I mean... Ah, I was just thinking about that. Um, It's honestly not that hard, especially with technology nowadays. It's not like I have to be at school to learn everything. So, I mean, it's really quite simple honestly just email my teacher hey i'm gonna miss school i'm shooting these days or i have an audition i have to leave early and they'll just send me the work if i have any questions then i can go to them the next day get some tutoring and uh yeah and when you're on the set is it still three hours a day do you still need a a studio set teacher for three hours i do still need okay set teacher all right so it hasn't changed all that much so so when you show up you you okay this is really interesting because even when i did kim possible I like did something where I didn't do three hours. You bank anytime I showed up. You bank. I guess I banked on different yeah. days. Yeah. Oh, would, that makes sense. You okay. banked on off days, sure. I did. I banked on the weekend. Yeah. I think I banked on the weekend. Okay. Wow. There you go. Wow. It's tough, man. It's tough, AJ. But you, <laughs> so, but you're enjoying it. It's worth it to you. Yeah. To yeah, to definitely. balance all that. For sure. What is it like for you to watch your voice married to your character? your your cartoon character it's awesome i remember the first little demo that they showed us the first bits of animation as i was finishing recording and just looking at i got emotional i was like dude that is me in a show that a bunch of people are gonna watch a show that my little brothers are gonna love and so i i almost started crying because i was like that's my voice coming out of the character and then, like like I said before, just the Black Robin and being of like Black and Puerto Rican heritage, that's just so huge to see my voice coming out of that animation. So I'm just, I'm still stunned, and I probably will be for as long as this goes on for. Well, I mean, you can't, you can't beat first. So you will always in history be the first iteration of a Black Robin. That's enormous. I mean, as a that Batman fanatic, that is huge. So, uh, congratulations. Well-earned. Very cool. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. 
Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you mind if we play a little bit now? Okay. Oh, of course. Well, of course not. I'd love to play. Let's do it. So we <laughs> sent you a, a script of something that we play yes. called Across the Garden. Um, pirates. Yes, and Arr. you're going to be, if you don't mind, being our pirate captain. Okay. Uh, I think it's going to be a ton of fun. And we are joined by Jess Mario. Am I saying that right? You are. Hello, everyone. How Hello, are you, Jess. So nice to meet you. I'm so excited. Thank you. Jess, this is AJ. AJ is uh, one of the biggest up-and-coming voiceover Hi. actors in the biz. And nice to meet you. We are nice going to be playing you. today. For everybody joining us for the first time ever, we uh, do this fun thing where every week – we do a little bit of a animated scene where somebody gets to come in, an amateur voiceover actor, uh, an undiscovered talent voiceover actor is how I like to say it, gets to come in and play uh, for uh, a quick scene, and they get to play with uh, some of the best in the business. And today we are going to be playing with A.J. Hudson. And, of course, we are, for those of you who know, it is Across the Garden where uh, Christy and I are two little mice trying to make it across a garden to get to the mall. Ill-fated. <laughs> um, we came up with these characters on the fly. We both, right after we came up with them, we're like, man, I wish we came up with something different. But this is what we got, and now we have been stuck with these two wonderful characters, Ricky and Mocha. I think if the last time uh, memory serves, they were still trying to get to the mall. We say that every week I mean, because that's just <laughs> the way it is. So uh, if it's okay with you, we would love, AJ, for you to play Fleabeard. 
Sounds good. And oh, um, he should try his accent. But it's your choice. His, he gets to pick his pirate accent. And then, mm. um, Jess, if you could be peg leg. Arr, that will be great. <laughs> I will be red hat and we will I'll also be Mark. Um actually you know what, Christy? Yeah. You be red hat. Okay. Is only one line. Oh, I get hat. to be another character? Yes, and I will be Mark. And uh, and then we'll all be the pirate crew as we're trying to get some some background voices in, but it's oh, going to be, to be a whole a lot of fun. Voice. I will read the cool. uh, the stage directions, and we will get to play. So, ladies and gentlemen, everybody ready? Yes, sir. Here we go ready. as we try to make it once again across the garden. Fade in, interior woods continuous. Ricky and Mocha are happily running towards the mall. We're here. We're actually here. I swear I would cry if I wasn't dead inside. They laugh as they jump a log and sprint forward. Oh, what are you going to do when you see your boyfriend? Wait, is he even going to be here? No. You remember? I wasn't even important enough for him to hang around. Uh, then why are we still going to the mall? Because it's a quest. A quest that we needed to finish. Especially after everything we've been through. And Nordstrom is having a sale for mice. Ah, okay. Oh, it's right there. We just have to... Oh, son of a... We pull back to find Ricky and Mocha standing in front of a large lake. It's probably just a big puddle. Separating them from the mall. Oh, well, now what? Well, we can start with ye turning over all ye jewels and doubloons. Ricky and Mocha turn to find Fleabeard, a patchy, furried rat with a long gray beard dressed like a pirate. Are... do what? Doubloons. They just stare. Can someone help me out? Am I saying it right? A crew of perfectly dressed rat pirates walks over and surrounds Ricky Mocha. One of them steps forward. Ye be saying a true, Captain. Doubloons. Moolah. Still nothing. Money. Oh, Oh, okay, money. I I, I get it now. Okay, that makes sense, yeah. Um, we don't have any of that. You don't, do you? Well then. How do you think ye be getting past the toughest crew that ever sailed the high seas? Pegleg! A rat with a pegleg steps forward. One eye! A rat with a one eye steps forward. No hands! Yep, a rat with no hands waves. <laughs> Green hat! A rat with a red hat steps forward. Oh, sorry. The captain be colorblind. And Mark. A rat kind of dressed like a pirate but looking at his iPhone steps forward. Hi, I'm Mark. Tis me, brother-in-law. Now, what are we going to do if ye gots no money? Pigleg, what do we normally do in this situation? I be forgetting. It really all depends, Captain. If and I be honest with ya, ye, sorry, this has never really happened before. Well, it hasn't. Well, then I'm guessing we don't have no rules to follow. Make them walk the plank! The rest <gasps> of the crew shifts around uncomfortably. Uh, Captain, we ain't got the plank no more. We ain't. We actually ain't got the ship no more. Remember, Captain? We had to sell it to Mark to get out of debt. Hi, I'm Mark. That's why we was pirating on the land instead of the high seas. Ah, that'd be right. Stupid family. I swear sometimes. Well, do you have anything of value we can steal? We kind of have a reputation to uphold. Ricky and Mocha look to each other and start feeling around in their pockets. Um, uh, I, I have this gum. Yes, gum! It be ours now! Arg! Uh, what flavor it be? 
It'd be fruit striped, Captain. Aww, oh, fruit striped. The flavor oh. goes away so fast. I don't like it. Oh. It's the best, and then it's the worst. Uh, and there's only three pieces left. What? what are you doing? We don't even get her own piece. Someone's looking forward to that. Boo. Well, enough at all, ye. Ye just have to share. Fleabeard looks off camera. One of ye, please help Mark with the wrapper. Hi, Mark. Excuse me, but how can we get across the lake so we can get to the mall? I have no ye idea, ye. Be off with ye before ye... This is exhausting. Fleabeard walks off in a huff. Pegleg walks over. Go down to the first pier, and you'll be able to find a boat. Thank ye. <sighs> well, let's get going. We ain't be there yet. Oh, yikes. What? That wasn't good? <laughs> and they're out as they continue on their journey. Yay! <laughs> that, was the, that was long, but so funny. Great job, that Jess. Jess and AJ, of course, but Jess killing it. Oh my that goodness. That was incredible. So Jess, oh, Jess. Uh, where can everybody find you if they want to look for you on social media stuff? Oh, sure. So my handle on social media is at the JC Explorer. Nice. And what do you do there other than be absolutely fun with your voice? Oh, thank you. Yeah. So by day, I am a social media manager and copywriter. And by night, I do some freelance commercial voiceover work and some small parts in indie films and some background work. Yay, Jess, we're rooting that for you. Awesome, Thank I you. know you can do it. That's how, it's how you make a career in this business. You just, you work and you work and you work and you work. That's all you can yeah. do. So congratulations. Thank you so much for joining Thanks us. For, yep, Hopefully someday fan. we're going to be getting all of these uh, uh, animated to our oh, own. Oh, I, I can't <laughs> wait to see these I can't animated. Wait. It's going to be a ton of fun <laughs> to see little Ricky and Mocha trying to finally make it across the garden. Thank you again for joining us, Jess, and we appreciate it. Thank you, Will. Thank you, Christy. I have to say this is so exciting and such a joy because I've grown up. I was a 90s kid with both of you. Will, I'm re-watching Boy Meets World right now, and it's still <laughs> such a comfort show. And even in my 30s, it's still making me laugh. <laughs> oh, I um, appreciate that. His podcast. His podcast. Yeah, I just started. So I'm watching. I'm re-watching along oh, with you. That's good. And Christy, I grew up on Kim Possible. I mean, Yay! what a smart, funny, badass character to watch when I was a little girl. So thank you. Well, thank you, Jess. We appreciate you. Appreciate that and it was so much, nice Jess. Meeting you, AJ. Thank you. Nice to meet you, too. Bye, Jess. Bye, Jess. Bye. Oh, that was Yay, sweet. that was fun. AJ, you killed it. You so said you're, you're working on accents, but I heard a pirate. <laughs> I heard a pirate. Thank you. 100%. Like, you nailed it. That's, that's, and you know what? I, I was, I wanted to call back to what we talked about when we first started interviewing AJ, which was the difference between somebody who starts super young and how they're sort of almost like introduced to the world of voice acting and how I think like, you're like locked in to it now, you know? Oh, yes. And and I think that's because what <laughs> we've talked about with these older actors that are working on camera mostly, they have that microphone in front of them and they're so awkward. And so the element of like magic, it goes out the, out. you know, like when, Will, when you talk about playing and being like childlike. Sure. sure. The difference between childish and childlike, right? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, that's, I mean, that's the thing is there's also... A lot of voiceover, or a lot of uh, on-camera actors have it in their head that there's a right way and a wrong way to act. 
which is just not accurate. And and there's it's there's much more freedom when it's just you and a microphone. People think you're actually it's more restrictive, but it's not at all. It's exactly the opposite. It is so much more freeing because you don't care where you're standing. It's not about how you look. It's yeah. not about what you're wearing. It's about acting. It's you and the microphone and you get to play. <laughs> Hi, it's Bethany Frankel. My time on The Real Housewives of New York is a few years behind me, and now I'm ready to put the real back into The Real Housewives. That's where my new podcast, Rewives, comes in. This isn't your typical rewatch podcast. I'm watching only the most iconic episodes from all cities. I'm sharing never-before-heard stories of what happened behind the scenes. And I'm not just pulling in cast members for post-game analysis. I'm doing something a little more interesting. If you've ever seen an episode of The Real Housewives, you know the drill. But beyond throwing drinks and legs, there are lessons about marriage, divorce, friendship, money, parenting, and fame. If you have the right minds, analyze and dig deeper. So I'm bringing on unexpected thought leaders and celebrities to give their take on the chaos. This season, I sit down with Elizabeth Moss, Kevin Nealon, Susie Orman, Griffin Johnson, and more. You'd think that there isn't much to learn from flipping tape and yanking wigs, but that's where you're wrong. Listen to Rewives with Bethany Frankel. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure... It kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't 
feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for deliverance. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. On the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. AJ, very quickly, I want to talk about the differences between on-camera acting and voiceover acting because we always ask people which one they prefer. Yeah. Is there one that you prefer to the other if you if you had to pick? Hmm. You know, this is going to be interesting. I actually do prefer on-screen acting. Just, I think, my personality and my outgoingness. I believe that's a word. It just, I like to be moving around and seen on screen. But at the same time, voice acting is like, creeping its way up there on my favorite scale because I just get to do so much with just my voice. It is a very easy thing to fall in love with, isn't it? Yes, so easy. So other than Bat Wheels, what else can we see you in? Bat Wheels, just for voiceover or just anything? Anything you want, anything you want, your hmm. time. Um, Let's think, let's think, let's think. Quick, 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 quick. What have I done, what have I done? <laughs> uh, I'm sure on YouTube you can look up like I did some Citibank commercials when I was like nine um, I did Ready Player One actually they took my part out of the movie Damn, oh now it happens yeah, it but happens it was, it was still a great experience you know I got to meet Mr. Spielberg so that was just wow amazing and uh, what was your part now you gotta tell us all because I'm a big fan of Ready Player One what, what but what was your your part that they cut out? Um, it was uh, me and my friend at the end. We were I think we were loading up a game, but I think the setting that we were in didn't make sense to uh, it. What didn't make sense compared to where everything else was. Like we had a okay. lot of grass, and like there was not much grass seen in the movie, so it wouldn't have made sense. You still got to shoot, and you got to meet Spielberg. Yeah, yeah that was. And also, I I did Blackish last year. I did an episode of Blackish. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Episodic television. You know what? I'm going to tell you, um, AJ, somebody told me something at um, one of the beginnings of my career, and I wish I would have listened um, to journal and to try to keep as much knowledge of what you're experiencing as possible, um, only only just as like some older person wisdom who started young and didn't really take into account a lot of that. And now I'm trying to remember a lot of like facts because I'm working on a memoir and it's like hard to kind of remember a lot of these things, but that's just an aside. And I don't know why I feel, I feel like I'm just like, I love you and I want to hug you and root for you. I want to root for you too. I have, I have some more wisdom for you. Uh, The other thing they always tell you to do as a young actor, decoupage very important it's like it's like um i'm kidding (laughs) what is this term it means he's being silly decoupage Uh, is like it's like or you could paint minis like will yeah i was gonna say you could collage make make sure as a kid you collage all the time no stop it 
He's no, giving me a hard noticed. time, believe it or not. I am. I am, because she's she's giving you the wisdom of the ages. You know what? Um, that could be a good no, it's, tip. It's actually, no, it's good advice. No, it's actually, it's good advice. Because, uh, you know, again, when we went back to start Boy Meets World, I found an old journal, and it was interesting to be able to read about, like, the first table read that I did and hmm. and stuff like that. So it is. It's 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 good advice to, to make sure that you're remembering now, because we're guessing in, you know, two, three years, you're not going to want to come on our podcast anymore because you're going to be way too <laughs> busy and way too famous to do Never. all that kind of stuff to help us out but bat wheels is on uh hbo max right yes hbo max and cartoonito yay that is awesome cartoonito hbo max check it out it is totally going to be the coolest thing in the world uh see a batman for everybody which we can't wait to see yes. so congratulations and a robin again. for everybody so here here and a robin Ooh. for everybody and where uh where can people find you social wise oh wait is that your pop it is it was well, not my pop pop but you know we got it in uh new york it's a uh... It's I'm a not Robin sure what, pop. It is a Robin, so I, I hold it dear to me. Aww. You should. You're Robin now. You're part of the family. That's the way it works. You yes. are officially part of the Bat family now. Yeah, that is. Um, that's totally cool. Uh, someday you you will have a Batman insignia tattooed on you somewhere. Somewhere. Um, I have already got mine. You've you've now earned it, so you're in. <laughs> totally cool. Where can people find you on socials? Social media. My Instagram is AJ the Actor. AJ can act on Twitter, and uh, AJ that's... the Actor on Instagram. Awesome. Well, congratulations, AJ. It's so amazing to see what is the start of going to be an absolutely incredible career. Uh, It's going to be a big show, and congratulations on everything you're doing. Thank you again. We love you, AJ. Thank you guys for having me. This was so much fun. No worries. We're going to have you back when you're like, I don't even remember those people or (laughs) what I was doing with them, but... I guess now, in between the nine movies I'm doing, I'm going to have to go I back guess, and you know, just for a, a few minutes, I Stranger guess, Things, I whatever, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, AJ. Thanks Thank so much guys. for joining us. Thank you. Bye-bye. Have a good day. You too. Well, that was really cool. And, and you know what else it made me realize is that everyone out there starts from somewhere, right? Well, yeah, and it's also, it's it's incredible to kind of see, I was trying not to get into my head that I was talking to myself at 16, mm-hmm. you know, because you're seeing the start of this incredible career and already doing so many wonderful things in the voiceover world and, and the people we talked about, you know, he, he we didn't want to get too much into working with Kathy Bates and Samuel L. Jackson and Ted Danson and Danny DeVito and all, because we try to stick around mostly voiceover acting, but the career is, is already starting pretty phenomenally and going just skyrocketing. I mean, already part of the Bat family and the first Black Robin ever. I mean, as a nerd and as a Batman nerd, to know that you've done something that is first is first and you mm-hmm. will always be the first something in a the Batman franchise is yeah. just next level to me. You could tell how much having a voiceover career meant to him, especially with Bat Wheels as um, part of his legacy. And that starts yeah. now at 16. Like, yeah. I can relate to that as being Kim Possible as a 16-year-old and being yeah. like, wow, this is, I'm the voice of this young generation. And so, yeah, I we, we are rooting for AJ. We're also rooting for all of you guys who want to start their careers somewhere. Everybody starts somewhere. And we obviously are going to be announcing some really big things very soon. So please stay tuned and, you know, get the word out. Yeah, that's the other thing is it's a great transition to everybody starts their career somewhere. One of the places you can start your career is going to be here on I Hear Voices because we are going to be launching the... um, Don't, don't do it. Don't, don't do it. What's it called? What's it? Stop it. it. What is it? The Supreme... Nope. Amazing uh-huh. time, nope. funky, Wrong. fresh, yes. amazing Ooh, now contest. You're just, now you're really just going. 
It's the super <laughs> awesome contest to become the next voice actor is going to be launching very, very soon. We've got incredible prizes that are coming out. And one of those is while nobody can kick open the door for you except you, we can crack it. So we will be able to crack the door a bit and then you're going to have to shoulder your way in and show us that you are meant to stay with your own talent and drive. But uh, we can crack the door, which is going to be a pretty great step in the right direction. So once again, that is the... Um, oh, God, it's on the tip of my Don't tongue. What's it called again, Christy? do it. Tuesday, it we will... Find muffins in the sale aisle. You realize now contest. you're just saying words next to each other. <laughs> That's the what you su- pulled me through. The That's super what- awesome contest to become the next voiceover actor will be coming out very soon. Uh, we're going to be able to really get into the prizes. It's going to be absolutely incredible. Uh, we are also on Instagram at I Hear Voices on Instagram, right? Isn't that what it is? Yeah, I Hear Voices podcast. There you go. I Hear Voices podcast on Instagram. Uh, and uh, yeah, thanks for sticking with us. This was a very cool episode. We've got many more coming. And uh, don't forget, if you think you have what it takes to be the next great voiceover actor, we'll step up to the mic and put your voices where your mouth is. Thanks, everybody. I Hear Voices is hosted by Will Friedle and Christy Carlson Romano. Executive produced by Will Friedle, Brendan Rooney, Amy Sugarman, and Vicki Ernst Chang. Our executive in charge of production is Danielle Romo. Our producer is Lorraine Virawes, and our editor slash engineer is Brian Burton. And that uh, was my announcer voice. Some side effects of listening to I Hear Voices are sore abs from hilarity, falling down the cocoa melon rabbit hole, sneezing due to mass nostalgia, and hugs. Follow I Hear Voices wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss any of the amazing voices. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at I Hear Voices Podcast. To see the video stream, subscribe to my YouTube channel. You can also check us out on MySpace, Omegle, Vine, LimeWire, AAM, and Napster. Okay, well, let's teach you about the internet. The who? Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right.